BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Let the word go forth. Fool me once. Are you fired up? I'm not a crook. Are you ready to go? Shame on, shame on you. It's Abe Lincoln's Top Hat, hosted by Ben Kissel. Boom, we can't get fooled again. Hey, what's up, everyone? How you doing? Ben Kissel here, hanging out with Travis Irvine. Oh, hey, Ben. And Fernando. Oh, hey, Ben. Thank you all so much for joining us. Hope everyone is doing well out there. We have another fantastic episode for you. Thank you for supporting the show big meaty story I want to talk about today. Mm. California versus Florida 2024. Mm. Newsom versus DeSantis. The media, that's the competition that they want us to see to continue to divide and frack our country. But I wonder why. Perhaps it's because California and Florida are massive media markets. Oh, all of a sudden it makes sense. Big time greasy political warfare between DeSantis and Newsom. Who's going to win? The former husband of Kimberly Guilfoyle <laughs> or the man who shipped Mike all the way to Martha's Vineyard to make a political <laughs> oh, yeah. point. What an exciting time. Ugh. We also are going to get into some grifting news. Uh, the Lincoln Project, Andrew Cuomo, and of course, we'll have to talk about Marjorie Taylor Greene, mm-hmm. a gal who focuses so much on other people's marriages, <laughs> perhaps. You should have focused on your own, Marjorie. I, I don't recall what you're talking about. <laughs> your husband's leaving you, Marjorie. Oh, I don't know who that is. Well, maybe that's why he's going to leave you. But first... Hurricane Ian, it's brutal. Florida Mm -hmm. and Puerto Rico, both getting slammed. Let's not forget the people of Puerto Rico. Obviously, we will never forget the people of Florida, but also Mm -hmm. in Puerto Rico, oftentimes they're the stepchild, the American stepchild, and uh, they get forgotten about. And uh, don't forget, they are a part of this country as well. This is another reminder of how disgusting corporate America can be. Did you guys see this article from Vice? So there's a CEO uh, of a Florida-based company, and he Mm. downplayed the Category 4 hurricane. So instead of giving his employees some time off, you know, because there's a massive natural disaster that's going to destroy their entire home, uh, cost them God knows how much money at the tail end of all of this. He says, don't even worry about it. You can come to work and you can bring your kids and your pets. Yeah. So isn't that nice? That's fun. Isn't it open-minded of him and caring that in, you know, this multinational corporation, this multi-million dollar corporation, Postcard Mania, it's a postcard marketing company. It has a 69,000 plus square foot main campus in Clearwater. Instead of allowing its employees to go do what they have to do, escape from Florida. Uh Uh-huh. They say, I don't bother escaping. Why don't you come and live at work? Okay. This is a nightmare. Yeah. Also, what they, they make 
Cards? Postcards? They make postcards. Who gives a shit? Man, him and the candle company guy in Kentucky. Seriously. They really got to get together for some new disaster policies. I'm just saying. You don't need your candles. You don't need <laughs> your postcards. Where are you going to send your postcards from if you're flying and swimming in a hurricane? Live from Florida underwater, here's your postcard. Here's a picture Ugh. of me drowning. Oh, this postcard's sopping wet. Why? Why? My candle keeps blowing out, too. I'm not defending this guy at all, but their logic was supposedly that the building was designed mm. to withstand category, what, one oh. or something? Hurricane? This is category four. So they're, they're safe, Ben. Ben. Yeah. They're, they're, they're saying, bring your family, bring your pets. You'll be safe here, but you'll also be working. Postcard mania. <laughs> we right. treat our employees like Dog shit, it's mania over here at Postcard Mania. My God. In various communications with employees this past Monday, the company, which of course is on the front lines of weather and knowing exactly mm. what happens when a hurricane comes through because they're in the postcard business. Yeah. The company insisted that the media was overhyping Hurricane mm. Ian, which of course was expected to hit this past Wednesday with 155 mile winds. They were not overblowing this massive hurricane. Mm -hmm. This is one of the things where media can't lie too much because it's a natural disaster. Right. And we have reputable radars that be like that big ass storm coming. There's pictures. The, the media can lie about a lot of things politically. <laughs> God knows they can turn anything into something, turn, to, turn it on its head and lie about things. Sure. They can lie about where all the recovery money is going to go, most likely oh, with yeah. Hurricane oh, yeah. Ian, with Florida and with Puerto Rico. But it's difficult to lie about. Like, one of the channels I still want to have faith in is the Weather Channel. Oh, dear. <laughs> right. Oh, I got bad news for you. <laughs> Although it has gotten better. They have gotten better. Weather prediction has gotten better. Yes. I have to say it's not just the farmer's almanac anymore. Right. But this is just one of the areas where when we have no faith in any institutions in our country, yeah. even a hurricane is like, I don't believe it. Yeah. That's and the, the, you can tell the CEO is just sopping wet, be like, yeah, it's a little <laughs> overblown out here. Lara Trump's kid was just out in it. It's fine. My God. Postcard company, most like post-traumatic stress disorder company. Thank you very exactly. much. Exactly. CEO Joy Gunduza. Mm. Oh, USA is in her last name. Oh, fun. <laughs> she says, if you want to leave your home and you're being told to leave your home and you feel like you have no place to go, Postcard mania is probably the safest place to be in Florida. Hmm. This was a Zoom call, and she says, anyway, bring your pets, bring your kids, bring everybody to postcard mania. Put those pets to work. We need more paw prints on our postcards. It'll be fantastic just when you thought the Superdome was horrible during Katrina. Oh I God. can't wait to be stuck at work surrounded by a bunch of postcards, dogs, and kids. Yay! This will be great. I misspoke. It's it's the building was designed to withstand category five. So it could it could withstand this weather. Oh. My issues give the employees an F and break. My issue is if they were offering just, you know, a uh, uh, respite from the hurricane, if they were just saying, please, you guys can come yeah, here so you don't have to get a safe. hotel. Mm -hmm. You don't have to, you know. But the issue is they wanted them to stay clocked in. That's exactly. what really yeah. bothers Keep me. Keep working. You know? Come and on. You don't got anything else to do. Exactly. They were pulling a reverse Joel Osteen who shut his doors during the hurricane in Houston because God knows that would be way too religious to open those to people in need. But as you pointed out, Fernando, this is not out of the goodness of their heart. This is because they don't want any slowdown right. in big postcard because right. everyone knows how everyone needs a postcard or they're just going to die. Gunduza added, 
Obviously, you feeling safe and comfortable is the utmost importance, but I honestly want to continue to deliver, and I want to have a good end of quarter. So they have to have a good end of quarter for their postcard mania. Yeah, and so who cares? Hurricane Ian, did you think about that? Yeah. (laughs) Hurricane Ian? Gee, Mr. Ian, did you think about our bottom line? Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't think about the postcard business when I was being created naturally. (laughs) Gee whiz. And then they go on to say, and when the hurricane turns into nothing, mm-hmm. oh. I don't want it to be like, great, we all stopped producing because of the media oh, and the maybe that it was going to be terrible. Oh. This fucking piece of human <laughs> trash. Yikes. I remember this from the hurricanes that hit New York City. You had Hurricane Irene, and that one was like overblown, and everyone was like, ah, it, it wasn't what they said it was going to be. And yep. then the next year, 2012, Hurricane Sandy hit, right. and then everyone was completely caught off guard. Mm-hmm. The subways were damaged forever, Yep, and it was one of those scenarios exactly like this, <laughs> pretty much what exactly. is happening with the end. It's unbelievable. Uh, yeah, they continue to say in a text, PCM, again, that's postcard mania. Who gives a crap about postcards? They say PSM was built to withstand Category 5 wins. We would like to continue to service our national clients Mm. if we can. Bring your kids to work on Tuesday and Wednesday this week. My God, bring your kids to work day. Just got a whole lot weirder. (laughs) How detached are these people? Also, if you're the kids, how about no? How about I'm just going to start using them for cheap labor anyway? Oh, my God. Yeah, take a tip out of Alabama's book. Why wouldn't you? Good grief. The texts continue. There's always more hype in the media than any storm that has ever hit here. Bring your pets if you feel the need. I doubt in the end we will really need to, but we are not closing. We are working. We'll make it super fun for the kids (laughs) at Postcard Mania. My God. Wow. Hmm. That's insane. Yeah. How do they not learn from one another? How stupid and horrible they sound when all they talk about is the bottom line. Are they like totally blind to humans at this point? Has corny, corrupt capitalism just completely shackled their eyes to how stupid, ignorant, rude, mean, callous they sound? Yeah, it's jump the shark, or in this case, the Sharknado, if you will. (laughs) Which did you see? There was an actual shark swimming around. They were like, Sharknado is almost becoming true, and you still have a CEO be like, people need to see pictures of that big, large lady on the beach that just says, hey, 40 is just a number. Wish you were here. You know, like Right, yes. We need our Florida-specific postcards, even though a shark just flew by the window. Tara Reid, she tried to warn us, to be fair. (laughs) She really did. And Tara Reid, I think someone who had a fine time in Hollywood until they terrorized her. And sure, she had a small drug addiction and a little bit of a nip slip. But I think they threw her under the bus a little bit too hard. They absolutely did. Yeah, absolutely. Well, she's just a nice party gal trying to have a good time with a funny titty. Who cares? Mm -hmm. (laughs) So anyway, lastly, the company said, we have some employees voluntarily working remote. Uh, really? Are they? <laughs> right. Like, when do you, if you are totally fucked, if you don't do something, do you do it voluntarily? Right. Much like, again, the migrants that were shipped to Martha's Vineyard. Right. There's a big difference there. If you have some gun to somebody's head and you're like, <laughs> uh, yeah, show me your butt. And then they do it. And it's not voluntarily. It's not at voluntary. That point. Right. No, you can even say it's postcard mania. It is postcard mania. We're just giving postcards away. I don't even know how to boycott this company because I never think where my postcards come from. Right. But if you are going to get a postcard this postcard season, don't get it from postcard mania. Let's make sure that they don't make. I, I don't. And I love the employees. I, I just. 
I, I don't want, no, I don't want their bottom line to be made. You right. don't deserve it. They don't deserve it. Joy Gunder USA or whatever the hell her name was. She doesn't deserve it. Right. None of them deserve it. Yeah. Check the back of your postcards before you buy all those fun, wanky postcards <laughs> when you're on vacation in Florida next time. Uh, Hallmark. That's a, my friend worked for Hallmark in Cleveland. It's a good Cleveland company. Ain't no hurricanes hitting up there. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> well, absolutely. There's uh, no reason to celebrate whatsoever there in Cleveland. Um, yeah, if anything, the talented people there take their talents to South Beach. Whoa! Boom! LeBron reference. <laughs> Postcard Mania, it did hope to reopen on Friday, but uh, I don't think it's going to. Oh, <laughs> you know what? I, I hope know. it doesn't, man. At this point, I do hope the employees obviously go Are get safe. better jobs anywhere else than Postcard Mania. That's my only hope. And as for Joy, she is a very joyless person. Thank you. That's the last one I'll do. Absolutely. The only good joy was, was a friend of mine from high school uh, who I still speak with. She was wonderful. Val Victorian. I was almost oh. dead last in my class. We were close friends. <laughs> and of course, Regis Philman's wife, Joy. joy. My wife, Joy. Oh, I forgot about My joy. wife, Joy. Absolutely. Kelly Lee, Kathy Lee. I can't get them straight, but Joy, I know Joy. <laughs> Always got Joy straight. So one- Is that your final answer? It is my final okay, answer. Okay, mine too. I'm dead now. Fantastic, Regis. Thanks for being here. So one employee said, I was under the impression that we were expected to work. And if you had to work from home or in an evacuation zone, log in on your laptop. They say, quote, the messaging was production will not slow down consistently up until the last post went viral. This is one of the areas where social media acted in a to benefit Mm -hmm. people and workers. Obviously, for the most part, the algorithm only hurts us. But this is one of those areas where you can't even believe that a postcard company would treat their employees like this. Yeah. It's just like, it's so weird. It's supposed to be a friendly greeting made by friendly, greedy people. You're supposed to open it up. And now some of them have songs that they play, which will drive you absolutely crazy. (laughs) And then fathers rip them out of the envelope and they rip them out of the, the postcards. And then it traumatizes their child forever. But that's Christmas. Yeah. Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. The employee said, even if people who aren't at my levels who have to manage people have expressed their concern about their subordinates and themselves, a lot of people drive from pretty far around because the company does not present itself as a desirable place to work. So people come from Tampa or even Sarasota, which is over an hour drive. So Postcard Mania, shut the fuck down and tell uh, everyone should just shut down at Postcard Mania and um, another postcard company that treats their employees well can be the phoenix rising from the ashes mm-hmm. from postcard mania. That's the free free market baby right there. It's just insane. Yeah, that's a bit much. The storm, like I feel like these natural disasters are really just whether it be the hurricanes, mm-hmm. uh, whether it be uh, or these uh, tornadoes rather, mm-hmm. and the candle factory, these hurricanes, it's really exposing the hypocrisy and Absolutely. the disgusting nature of corporate America. Oh, 100%. And and the latter stages of capitalism that everyone talks about where you, yeah. I mean again, workers are just Keep falling behind in this country, and it's because of people like Joy uh, Gandruja. What's your name again? Yeah, yeah whatever. I also guarantee that Joy wasn't on site either. She was probably working. She was zooming in. Yeah, from somewhere probably else. Probably California. Yeah. Oh, the battle rages. Ca- That's it. It's a battle of two states with huge natural disaster problems. <laughs> Do you want hurricanes? Or would you rather have earthquakes and forest fires? Oh, Make man. a choice. It's one of those three. Whoa. Well, let's see. I do know how to swim, but I am a little bit resistant to fire. Oh, uh, well, I got bad news. It's an earthquake. Can you survive oh, gaping no. earth holes? <laughs> it's like the movie Tremors has come to life. 
This is insane. I don't know if it's always been this bad or if it's just worse now, but I just feel like if it was this bad on 9-11, they'd be like, building three is still open, 9-12, okay? Yes, seven's down. We took it down, okay? Yes, the Twin Towers are down, but please, building three, fully functioning. Fully functioning. Get back in here. If you Bring your kids. Bring your bring pets. Your Why bring not? Dogs. It's safe down here in lower Manhattan. You got a dead husband? Bring him. Oh Who cares? God dang. Anyway, who's behind all of this? These corrupt crony uh, uh, politicians. So let's move on to what can only be considered a lighthearted story in today's world. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Marjorie Taylor Greene, a woman who will tell you if you have two ding-dongs and you even think about kissing, yay. You two ladies, you got you got two smushies. Mm-hmm. You better not get married. Mm-hmm. You transgender, values. you better stop all that now. They're grooming our children. Meanwhile, she's doing the most classic thing uh, a MILF, I guess, does in Colorado <laughs> or Georgia, rather. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, she had sex with her uh, with her uh, with her gym a man there with Classic. her with the, with the fellow who was teaching her how to work on her glutes and, and the squats. I've seen her do the squats videos. I mean, good lord, how do you resist? Yes. Uh, so it was a tantric sex guru, Craig Ivy. Well, it's and- always a tantric sex. Anytime someone cheats on anybody, it's with a tantric sex guru. Well, that just takes too long. And again, as a congresswoman, you would think she wouldn't have enough time to do tantric sex. Sting can do it. Right. Mm. Because, of course, he was a musician and they perform at night. So they have all day. So the congresswoman, 46 years fun, she had a husband named Perry Green. They were married since 1995. They have three kids together. Wow. This is like one of those things where if you are married till death do us part, I would put an addendum till death do us part or until you say you want to become a comedian. Oh, yeah. Or until you say you want to run for political office. Ah. And then we're going to need to like uh, maybe... Maybe I'm fine with it, mm-hmm. but there's a chance I'm not. What a waking nightmare this entire experience must have been for him oh, and the family. Like the kids, we're all embarrassed of our parents. It's natural. Mm-hmm. When your mom is Marjorie Taylor Greene. Oh, God. God. Uh, damn it. Yeah. It portrays on child abuse itself. Yeah. Since 1995, they were married. That is almost, what, 30 years with yep. no problems. Presumably no problems mm. until she gets elected. And becomes a national embarrassment. So there was another dude that she was bone zoning, a fitness gym manager named Justin Tway. Whoa, hold on. It's always a fitness gym manager <laughs> or a tantric sex guru. <laughs> she, has, she has a type and you can just if imagine. If you're a husband, you're saying, bye, honey, have fun at the fitness gym and with the tantric sex guru office. 
Hey, uh, you don't think she's cheating on me, do you? Oh, yeah. Hey, no Pete. way, Perry. No. You have don't... another beer. You don't think so, man? Yeah, so... just keep drinking more beer. She'll like you. Okay, yeah. She told me that she loved a Kavanaugh-like guy, so I'm really enjoying my... my. I just feel like my wife is cheating on me. Oh, she seems to spend a lot of time at the gym and with a tantric sex guru. Don't get me started. She met her two lovers while working at the gym in Alpharetta, Georgia, and uh, they say she was super brazen about it. And they say wow. that uh, everyone knew that the marriage was on the rocks. Mm. And it appears because it was her infidelity. Congress voted last week to remove Taylor Green from her committee assignments due to her outrageous QAnon beliefs and things of that nature. But Woo. this, again, the only reason that it's something we're even discussing, because to be honest, right. if it was like a cordial divorce, we didn't even really bring up like Kellyanne Conway and George Conway that much. Right. Wow. Like, okay, yeah, they have political differences. I don't think, I think both of them are sterile. So I don't think there was cheating going on. <laughs> sure. I don't know. But it's this, it's the hypocrisy. Yes. That's yes. why we're covering yes. this. Always, always the hypocrisy. And it is something I'm dealing with right now with my anti-DeWine pack in Ohio. Yes. Head pack. Obviously, we're focused on Governor Mike DeWine. But mm-hmm. a lot of people don't know that Governor Mike DeWine's son, Pat DeWine, is on Ohio Supreme Court. So the DeWine oh. crime family runs two out of the three branches of our government in Ohio. But Pat DeWine has not gotten just one divorce because he cheated on his wife, but now two divorces because he cheated on both wives. And we launched some ads to uh, this week. Corinne Fisher of Guys We Fuck podcast. She did oh, the uh, the narration. She did oh, a fantastic nice. job. Well, that's awesome. Thank um, you, Corinne. But it's always interesting when people, Republicans, Democrats, or whoever, kind of they're like, "Well, keep the personal lives out of it." But with Republican politicians, specifically mm-hmm. Republicans who harp on family values yes. and they run on all this stuff. It's very important to take their personal lives and shove them back in their face. Because right. if you can't conduct yourself well in your personal life, how are you going to do it professionally and politically? And as we've talked about, of course, like, why does Lindsey Graham think the gay lifestyle is ick? Because he has a ick gay lifestyle. <laughs> right. But yeah. normal people do not because gay people uh, come out and right. they right. say, I'm gay. And I'm not the fact. I mean, for now, you can speak to this much more. Not even just because. Wow, yeah. Whatever. <laughs> what I'm saying is Lindsey Graham believes that his life, sex life, should be shunned, kept in quiet, mm-hmm. should not be discussed, and he infers that on everybody. He, yeah, he yeah. literally he literally projects that onto everybody. Yes. And that's probably what we were seeing with Marjorie Taylor Greene. She's all yeah. about the sanctity of marriage, but in her own mind, she doesn't understand the same. She was cheating on twice? Yeah. So from, she cheated on her husband twice. How is that the sanctity of marriage? How is that protecting family values? How is any of that what she touts and promotes on on the media? Yeah, absolutely. Neither men have denied the affairs. I mean, the, the double affair. This woman was really pulling down some heavy D there in Georgia. <laughs> Craig Ivey, again, he's the tantric sex practitioner. He says, I will not respond to any of anything about this. Well, the other dude, Justin Tway, said, I have no interest in talking about anything to do with that woman. And then he says, everything with her comes to no good. Whoa. So I have a feeling Tway really thought they might go all the way oh. and go up to the altar. But then he realized there's no way he can compete with Craig Ivey. Oh Again, a man God. who has sex for a living? I don't know. What it <laughs> that appears know. to be his job title. So congratulations. You know, you would think she would have been less of a fucking total. I'm just going to call her a bitch. Right. Uh, being that she was boning a gym manager. Right. Yeah. And a dude who knows all about tantric sex. 
Holy hell, look at this guy. Look at Craig Ivey there. Oh, my God. What well, a stud. That's Craig Ivey. So <laughs> he's, he's got a big old package. He's got <laughs> underwear. It looks like there's little eyeballs on it, and certainly there's eyeballs on he's him right now. got the smugglers on. <laughs> and then look at the other dude. That's the gym manager. Another well-hung Whoa, stud. Yeah. I'd go all the way with that tway. So anyway... <laughs> One man who worked closely with MTG said it wasn't a secret. Everyone who moved in her circles knew about both affairs. Oh, wow. wow. See, then that's the thing. I mean, with Lindsey Graham, it's the best kept secret in South Carolina, right. but Everybody it's the worst knows. kept secret in Washington, D.C. And as we talked about on the last episode with Jim Jordan, mm-hmm. the secrets that he has kept when My it comes God. to uh, the pedophilic uh, inclinations of former co-workers that he kept under wraps. Mm-hmm. So the wrestling uh it, when he was at the wrestling program at Ohio State University. Absolutely. absolutely. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Once again, just a reminder, these people, everyone that criticizes you for your lifestyle, they're doing you're not even doing you're not doing anything wrong. And uh, all they're doing is trying to cover up for their own misdeeds. I don't recall. It's, you you probably don't because it seems like you had so much tantric sex you may have blacked out I may during have blacked the process. Out a couple times yeah, there. you maybe did. Which which man you talking about? Not my husband, but the other two. Yes, yeah, I don't recall. You don't recall. No. I know. I know you don't, Marjorie. The balls on this psycho. It's it's like hypocrisy <laughs> and sour grapes rolled into like a disgusting. You know the parable of sour grapes. Mm-hmm. They, you know you aren't able to reach it, so you hate it. That's oh, Lindsey yeah. Graham. He wasn't able to be who he wanted to be, so he's just gonna stop so everybody else. Hate, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, Marjorie yeah. Taylor Greene, she couldn't, her family, you know, her marriage isn't working out, so she's ruining it for everybody else. Yeah. yeah we just covered, uh, we just watched uh, Sins of My Mother for side stories. She seems, she's a Lori Vallow type. She, she actually, yes. She, she really is. Living in her Lori head, ego, a, ego driven. Oh. Yes. She thinks she's a god. She believes in QAnon, obviously. She calls, she constantly says the Democrats are involved in nationwide traffics, abuses, right. kills, and even eating children. Oh, my God. And it's, she called... Uh, she has also said that Parkland and Sandy Hook shootings were possibly false flags. Right, I mean, and hoaxes. Absolutely. Anyway, if if the nice thing about finding out more about her is this might actually move the needle with some of her constituents, right? right. Some of the people who right. are like, even if they continue to vote Republican, if the best we can do as a country is to get a Republican that doesn't believe in Q in that district <laughs> yeah, in Georgia. Bar, yeah. I guess that's still better than her. It's a win. It's I'd consider it a win. Yeah, absolutely. She's I mean, she's an embarrassment to herself, her family, but also the Republican Party just in that she's so off the rails. I mean, I think just the other week I sent you guys a story. She was the one sponsoring a legislation to stop teachers from grooming children because in her brain, that's a real problem because she's denying the own problems that she's dealing with as right. a person. Absolutely. All right. Well, speaking of grifters, let's move on to another piece of shit who's had a whole series of sexual issues. Uh, Former New York Governor Andrew Cuomo. He's announced he's going to launch a new podcast. What? He's going to launch a new podcast and a pack, which is a code for money laundering. Mm -hmm. Yay. And he's also going to launch a gun safety initiative. What? So isn't that exciting? He says the past few months have given me a new perspective on politics. Uh, So, of course, naturally, after you get busted for being a horrible governor, for killing a bunch of old people that no one still seems to care about, you go into the podcast game. Mm -hmm. And I got to say, speaking for everyone here at the last podcast network, (laughs) get out. Get out. (laughs) This is only big enough for a few, like three, maybe five. There's 10 million podcasts. It's big enough for all of them except for you, Andrew Cuomo. (laughs) Right. Also, Bruce Springsteen and Barack Obama didn't need one. Yeah, I right. love it. You're right. the boss and you're the foreign president. Right. Jordan Klepper and John Kasich. You can stay out, too. We don't need you. No, absolutely not. 
So he says, we have a lot to catch up on. And of course, let's not forget uh, Cuomo, a man who did television every single day during the pandemic. And well, this is Andrew Cuomo. Right. No, but with Chris, he was on Chris's show and Chris has his new show. On Dan Abrams News News, News Nation. News Nation. I'm yes. hearing a lot of commercials for it. So. Yes. Andrew Cuomo, he also did the, you know, it was on public television in New York, right? right it was right, on right. like the basic uh, you know, channel seven or whatever. Right, right, right. And he won his little television Emmy. Yes. And mm. he wrote his little fucking book. Yeah. <laughs> and this, I guess, is the next step in the political grifting lifestyle oh of the Cuomo. I'm gonna take a term from your from your term. Oh, here we go. Crime family. Whoa, Whoa. crime family. I love it. So he says, we have a lot to catch up on. He continues, after working 24-7 in public service for many years, I've recently spent a lot of time engaging in something called life. Oh, Oh my God. Fucking. What in the heck? Kill this man. What in the gosh darn heck? It'd be nice if he was doing a true crime podcast where he just talked about all the true crimes he did. (laughs) Oh, my God. In his latest episode, it's saying something about the importance of embracing and learning from failure. Oh my God. It also tells you, like, he's like, oh, I've been doing 24 7 public service. And then after he retired, he's going to focus on life. Maybe he should have done that when he was governor. What were you doing this whole time? Yeah. I kind of want a governor to be like, I know what being alive and dead is. Oh, I prefer if my constituents are alive. Uh huh. God dang. So, anyway. If you're looking for a new podcast, I highly recommend any other one. Yeah. (laughs) Something else, please. please. Anything. Don't feed the Tulpa. And I hate, I mean, obviously, when it comes to gun safety, we've talked about it, but he is just using it for his own political gain. Right. Again, he doesn't give flying fuck. I don't think he mentioned what happened in Buffalo. I don't remember hearing a response on that. Right. But for his own political gain, he's going to focus on gun safety. I just want to reiterate the point you just made. This man had actual political power to make actual change. Yeah. But he's saying that now is when the change is actually going to happen. Because he's thinking sure. about life on his podcast. Oh, yeah. He's got time to think about life. Also, you made an important <laughs> point about the pack because I remember us talking about that before, that he still has so much money in his old campaign coffers. Yeah, right. Like, you got to roll that all somewhere and put it into something. Legally, that's what you have to do with it. Right. Um, so Can you transfer that into a pack? People, yeah, the politicians with all the dark money groups and everything, Ugh. there's so many ways to transfer everything. But that's why he, you know, he doesn't want to be canceled because he's still looking at millions of dollars in those old campaign coffers like, mm, I got to use this somehow. Because mm, right, otherwise, can't do anything with I it. Don't, right? I don't know what happens to it. Mm, right. What would happen to it? I don't know. Just do they evaporate? seize goes assets? Back to the Fed? It'd be great if he just, you know, gave it to all the nursing homes in New York. It would be great. Like charity. Something Absolutely. like that. That'd be neat. That would be ridiculous. He's thinking about life right now, Travis. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> Nothing about charity. He's busy He's thinking with about his it. new podcast. From his couch, by the way. It's from his living. He doesn't even get a lazy can't even get a studio and office. He's living room couch. Of crap. <laughs> oh my God. Speaking of other lazy pieces of crap, the Lincoln Project. Go on. <laughs> this is one point where AOC makes a solid point. Uh, she slammed the Lincoln Project. She calls it, quote, scam territory. Oh, yeah. After the Lincoln Project raised $67 million. Ooh. Please stop giving money to the Lincoln Project. Anyone who can hear my voice right now. To persuade people not to vote for Donald Trump was basically they just bought a couple of ads and then they funneled all the money to themselves. Yes. And then the leader was a pedophile. John Weaver, mm-hmm. um, former campaign manager for John Kasich. And this is what is so infuriating when people were so desperate. And this is the Trump effect. This is, again, corrupt political capitalism. They made money off of people not liking Trump. And so to some degree, 
Trump was the best thing that ever happened to them. Yeah. And then they got to go on TV. MSNBC. And they got to say, I'm moral and I'm pious. We were the Lincoln Project. Right. And it all fell apart like a house of cards. Oh, my God. And, and I mean, it was doomed to do that. I mean, again, these are professional grifters pulled from McCain's old campaigns and Romney's old campaigns. Mm-hmm. Again, you're hashtag never Trumpers. And that's what a grift begets grift, I believe, is basically what it ends up being, because you're absolutely right. John Weaver turned out as that New York Times article exposed. He was texting multiple young males who wanted to work for the Lincoln Project. He'd been doing it for years and years and years. And uh, George Conway uh, was even even Conway proved to be the moral one being like, shut this whole thing down because it's it's was created on a false pretense. One of the GOP operatives, of course, Rick Wilson. He's a smug asshole. He's always on MSNBC, which, again, is why there is no such th- other than democracy now, basically. Yeah. Um, there is no such thing as like an actual progressive leftist, progressive right. company on, on in any media platform on television or um, really anywhere else. And that was the tragedy of it. These guys would go on MSNBC to appeal to Democrats and Democrats would willingly give their money. Like, yes, yes Republicans against Trump were in. And then they would, like you said, put a smattering of ads on MSNBC yep. so the people would see them, and then they siphoned so much money to themselves. So the money was used, again, $67 million. It was used for memes. What? Uh, wait, hold it, on, hold on. I'm in the wrong business. Hold on, I'll now. see you boys later. How much is a damn meme? Uh, it's cheaper it, than a postcard a from Postcard dollars, Media. A million dollars. <laughs> yeah. A million dollars a meme. We're really going to move the needle here on these memes. Oh, my God. It's meme mania here in uh, Florida. They paid for ads bashing President Trump. And they also included a billboard in New York because, you know, that's a swing state and you really want to hit them in New York. Yeah. And the billboard mocked Ivanka and Jared Kushner. Isn't that fun? Isn't so they're that putting their fun. content where they knew the Democrats who were giving them all the money would see their content. That was it. They never tried to put it in any kind of swing state. To, and even if I did see, I think maybe once or twice again on MSNBC in Ohio, when I was back in Ohio in 2020, uh, the commercials they don't they don't they didn't work because no. Trump still won Ohio by eight points. <laughs> exactly. So and they're just go. the reason that Trump got elected because they're all establishment Republicans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If they all of these people would have gladly joined Bush, mm-hmm. Jeb, they would have been Jeb. They would have Ted Cruz. They would have loved him. Sure. Marco Rubio. They would have loved him. Mm-hmm. These people suck. And they're the reason that Trump won because establishment Republicans were such schmucks. Mm-hmm. And that's what he ran on. That's how he swept that primary yeah. so easily. Um, according to former New Hampshire GOP chairman Jennifer Horn, who defends the Lincoln Project, is what she says. AOC is mad at us. QAnon Republicans are really mad at us. Donald Trump is really, really mad at us. Must be doing something right. Mm. Uh, notice that no one likes you. Yeah. So it's a large swath of people who think you're a scam. So yes, they all are they are all scams. Mm-hmm. And it's just just disgusting. That was one of the things that Orange Bitch was right about when he talks about how all media wants him to stay in power. Oh right. right, right, right. Because they make so much freaking money off of his ass. It's not wrong. Right. Oh, anyway, that's Grifter Corner. Which oh, one more Grifter Corner. Roger Stone tells allies that it was um that he wants to have violence, you know, but then he said it was a political deep fake. Oh, wait, the a video of him? Yeah, he said that's a political deep fake, but it's wow. not because it'd be difficult to uh, politically fake that forehead. <laughs> <laughs> or I'm sorry, a deep fake. 
Yeah, deep fake. The deep fakes. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Deep fake. Yeah, you know, Roger's interesting because he always would have documentary crews following him, and then obviously, eventually, the documentary crews are just capturing all this evidence right. in real time, <laughs> and eventually, it gets out. So that's yep. you know, it's every every few months we have another Roger Stone clip. It's just like just loves himself. Oh, it's been fabricated. It's like, um, did didn't you hire the guys who shot that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then they deep faked me in there, hmm. even though I paid them to do that. Interesting. <laughs> Across America, BP supports more than two hundred and seventy five thousand jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. All right, well, let's move on. Gavin Newsom, Ron DeSantis. Ugh. There's a great article in The Hill. It's called Florida versus California, the fight for 2024. Ooh. Again, media al- uh, media entities are pushing for these two to go at it because they like the storyline, to be frank. Sure. And it's California versus Florida. Neither of those states represent the other 48 states mm-hmm. in this country whatsoever. Right. So who do you think, just quickly, should replace them in this conversation? We've talked Jared Polis right. out of Colorado. Yeah. I like John Tester. J.B. Pritzker, uh, governor of Illinois, Democrat governor of Illinois, also a billionaire, but uh, a benevolent Chicago billionaire. So there are other options other than these two people who, again, I don't think that they should be like Gavin Newsom's been coming down to Florida and Mm. all of the ads are like Gavin Newsom's going to teach the Florida people how great California is. It should almost be illegal for a governor to leave their state unless it's on governor business right. that actually helps and affects the right. state. Because California is not doing great. As you mentioned, um, Travis, there's forest fires. It's a big problem here. Newsom State also has the highest gas prices in the nation, mm. or some of. They rank number 40 in the nation in K-12 through education. They're number 48 in the nation in personal freedom and is home to the fifth highest state and local taxes. Hmm. Sacramento has 7.2% increase in homicides. Um, So violence is up. Expenses are up. It's not as safe as it used to be. Also, California is the number one state when it comes to residents leaving. So if that doesn't give you a little indication of what's going on with Gavin Newsom, then I don't know what does. Hmm. Now, in Florida, Uh they have a surplus. It's $22 billion. Again, Ron DeSantis is uh, doing horrible when it comes to education and when it comes to dealing with corporations like Disney because they're too woke. The tax burden in California is about 50% higher than the average in Florida. Florida has a real low taxes at 2.7%. Well, California is uh, tied for 38th. And Florida currently has a massive $22 billion surplus, despite having a staggeringly low 2.7% unemployment rate. Well, California has more than 50% higher than that, uh, tying for 38th with the 4.1% for unemployment. So we also know with Florida, Governor DeSantis, 
He is going to let this culture war simmer. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. He loves the culture war. Yep. He thinks it's going to help him politically. However, I think Charlie Crist is actually going to give him some competition for so. governor. Mm-hmm. And if you look at Florida versus California, there's just so many people who really feel like we have to have other options in this country. And I, I, it's just scary to me that media, you can already see it. You can see them circling the wagons. Gavin Newsom, by political standards, quite a hunk. We can ask him about it. Guilfoyle. And of course, Ron DeSantis, relatively young by political standards at 40 years old. So you can tell they want these two people mm-hmm. to be the two front runners and they want the American people to have to decide between two grease balls, one who is an active asshole and the other one who is also an active asshole. <laughs> right. It's Disneyland versus Disney World. And basically. both of them, it, it is just, mm-hmm. it is so disturbing to me that this is what's going to happen in 2024. This is what they want to have happen. And I just wonder if these states are really going to be representative of the people as a whole. Also, if you're DeSantis, doesn't this give you an innate um, leg up? Because Florida is still theoretically a swing state in some ways, right? California is really, really blue. blue. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. wouldn't it just kind of go to DeSantis? I mean, if you're a Democrat, I don't think that Newsom is the best option for you because you already got California locked up. Right. I mean, that's the the whole political strategy with running any uh, with like running mates, for example, like when Hillary, she she wanted to choose a running mate who was from a swing state like Virginia or she was courting uh, Senator Sherrod Brown from Ohio. Um, it, it is I do think it kind of is a risky move to run a Democrat who's from a safe Democrat state, especially California, where, you know, every day people are hearing about what a nightmare California is in terms of the numbers Mm -hmm. you've heard. And so middle America, you know, that kind of stuff scares the hell out of them. Um, But at the same time, I feel a lot of people get scared by a lot of the stuff DeSantis is doing too. I mean, especially this stunt with the migrants sending them to Martha's Vineyard. I mean, that's taxpayer dollars that paid for a political stunt where you just tricked 50 people. For no reason. For $12 million. Yeah, exactly. I mean, so it's it's just, it's two very bad options, I guess. It and, really and is. This, and, and don't forget, for education, Florida has the don't say gay bill. Right. When it comes to abortion, Florida is right. going to be extreme on restricting abortion and access. There are so many things that are going on right now in this country that neither of these politicians will be able to uh, express and will be able to... Um, Ensure the American people that they can solve. So I, I think it's still wide open in 2024, yeah, no yes. matter what people say, because we can't just consistently have this fracked and cracked society. And it's just so obvious what they're doing Yeah, because you got Newsom, you mm-hmm. got California versus Florida. It rolls off the tongue. It's so simple. They're two by political standards. Again, handsome dudes, I guess. And it's just it, it reads mm-hmm. such as such an obvious media contrived political storyline. Yeah, and Disney's behind the scenes pulling all the strings. It right, feels because like. Disneyland like, is in both those places. Yeah, they yeah. got they got, we got all the amusement parks in these two states. I did want to make a couple, because you did bring up an interesting point, Ben, because um, again, we're headed towards 2024. We don't know again what's going to happen. This article is just conjecture. Um, but yes, Charlie Crist is running against Ron DeSantis this year mm-hmm. for governor. Charlie Crist is a former Florida governor. I met him with Kevin Barnett when we were at Henry's uh, at Henry's wedding. That's right. He was drinking a couple of ooh sangrias. Yeah, ooh. that's how you knew he's cool. He's cool. Yeah, and it was at uh, he was the local congressman for Pete's. Uh, forget the what is it St. Pete's St. Pete. Yeah, he was St. Petersburg. He, he was a former congressman, former governor of Florida. Yeah. He's a well known name in Florida. And to your point, um, also just about Florida's demographics. 
right now. You know, uh, Val Demings, right, mm-hmm. running for Senate against Marco Rubio. She's that's a tight race right now too. So I do think, in terms of Floridians, there's some embarrassment about what people like Marco Rubio and Ron DeSantis have done to their states. Absolutely. So let's see if DeSantis even makes it out of this election, and then we can talk about 2024. Which makes me, my observation is that we have two people who have two very different viewpoints. Mm-hmm. So not just politically, but Newsom, because of the fact that he's in California and it's all blue, he doesn't see the consequences of a lot of his actions the way Governor DeSantis does. Because Governor DeSantis does, he has someone... He has the threat waiting in the wings. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he knows mm-hmm. it. And, you know, so it's different. And he's in a swing state. So I feel like he sees what the results of his actions a lot more clearly than Newsom does. Yeah. And that's detrimental to Newsom. Yeah, because also. Newsom is going around thinking everyone loves California when statistically everyone is leaving California right. in droves. You're not winning people by leap, by doing the same. And at right. a time where everyone in the progressive caucus and just even moderate Democrats are like, Nancy! Pelosi, can you get out of here? Mm-hmm. Let's not forget who her nephew is. Oh, is right. that Gavin Newsom? It is. Oh, funny so how that works. So you think uh, <laughs> that political structure is going anywhere. When it comes to abortion in Florida, the Republican-controlled House and Senate passed a proposal that would prevent physicians from providing abortions after 15 weeks. Uh, DeSantis is expected to sign it. Uh, that bill, just to show you how extreme it is, is on par with the Mississippi law. Yikes. So, lawmakers also, from a fiscally conservative perspective, uh, this is in Florida. They passed a hundred and twelve point one billion dollar budget. Uh, so we'll see how long uh, they stay above board. Mm. Education, obviously, is all about uh, the don't say gay bill and things of that nature. And it matters, again, because these people are actively trying to uh, court constituents that are de- trying to divide all of us mm-hmm. when it comes to um, the culture war. Did you guys see the story about the Proud Boys, neo-Nazis, and white nationalists? They protested a drag bingo at a Texas yes. church. Oh, God fun. forbid. Did they ever see, did they see the 80s? <laughs> Every single sexy man dressed like a woman. Yeah. Wasn't Aero, that the look? Aerosmith had a song about it. Dude looks like a lady. Bon Jovi. Mm-hmm. Twisted Sister. Mm-hmm. Even Scorpion. And I think they were a Christian band. Right. <laughs> yes. And Kiss were all the makeup. Absolutely. So neo-Nazis, Proud Boys. And white nationalists, they stormed a drag bingo fundraiser that was at a local church. And these are, again, the people that Ron DeSantis is attempting to court in Florida. They were, who does this? Who has, like, I know what to do. Today we're going to go protest bingo. Right. Uh Because the people are wearing clothes that is a little bit different than a normal bingo. (laughs) I just, it's too bad none of them showed up just to play a friendly game of bingo. It's just like, oh, G7, I got that. All right. It's unreal. It also shows the culture war of, uh, applying to churches as well, right? Yeah. Because the church that had this was the first Christian church. It's a progressive congregation near Houston. And leave these people alone. Right. Uh, just as everyone else in a church wants to be alone. So members of the Aryan Freedom Network. Wow, that's that's interesting. That's mm. so many uh, hypocritical terms and ironic terms within one name. How yeah. they do that? They were there. They were holding signs and they were anti-Semitic and they were homophobic. And they said homosexuality is an abomination to mankind. Meanwhile, Marjorie Taylor Greene is doing getting rotisseried by <laughs> a by a sex guru and a gym manager. Yum. Mm. 
Gonna need a shower after that. Good grief. <laughs> oh, my God. Apparently, uh, Sharona Bishop, she was on Steve Bannon's online program, and uh, she was on the <laughs> war room, so she gave all the details of the event, oh. which is how they were able to, you know, get get everybody together. Because, you know, they don't care. They don't, they're not paying attention right. to what's happening in their neighborhood. Yeah. But someone, Steve Bannon, came on and said... It's happening in Houston. Go stop it. Man. So he activated them go. all. Thank you, Steve Bannon. Couldn't be more different. It's like, here's a church that's embracing the differences of a community and like, yes, drag people. You're welcome here in our church. Play some bingo, which is a very church-like activity. And then the Aryan Freedom <laughs> Network. I could not think of a more, oh, just God. a name that just screams liberty for me, not for thee. Also, I can't think of a bigger group of people who wishes they were playing drag bingo. They just <laughs> wish they had right. the courage to put on the dress and the wig. And they're like, I resist doing that every day. Right. I can't believe that they're doing right. what I wish I was doing every day. I'm putting on my camo and my bulletproof vest, and I'm going to go walk around town and glare at people. Mm, they're having fun? Mm, I'm glaring. And again, oh, it's all under this pretext of grooming, which is not happening. Uh, it does happen in this country. Sure. Uh, but you're missing the mark entirely. Right. Oh, my God. Yeah. God. Uh, our friend Jason over Especially at. when it comes uh, to Christian cults, uh, there's a couple. Of oh, there's a there. couple. Yeah. Jason from the Good Liars made a good yeah. point. Someone, uh, some Republican politician or media personality had tweeted, send kids to church, not drag shows. And, and it's like, oh, yeah, no one, no, no kids have never, ever been abused at church. Never. Good call. It's a great idea. No <laughs> kids are ever abused in the Bible. No, no never. No. Anyway, it's hypocrisy. We all know it. And uh, that's American politics right now. There's more options than just Newsom and DeSantis. If you're a CEO out there, treat your employees with fucking respect. Please. If you see uh, postcard mania on a postcard, don't buy it um, because um, they are horrible. Yeah. And the CEO of that company should be ashamed. Our hearts are out with everybody right now in Florida and Puerto Rico. Mm -hmm. Please take care of yourselves and uh, help out your neighbors and uh, donate some cash if you can. Help them out uh, to some reputable charities. Again, as we've talked about with Lincoln Project, there's a lot of grifters in moments right. like this. So many grifters. So uh, I wish there was. Well, there are some websites you can look at that show you reputable charities. Yeah. I mean, Red Cross is usually your go-to. And uh, I heard that was a little corrupt. Oh, my God. Them, yeah. too? Mm -hmm. Well, in that case, next time a shark flies by your window, just donate some money to Tara Reid. Yeah. She could use it right about now. She really could. Why yeah. not? Mm-hmm. All right. Anything else? Ugh, it was, it's been a crazy week. I, I really appreciate you reaching out to Puerto Rico. You know, they're still suffering from the last hurricane. Right. This 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 new one only made things worse. So yeah, yeah. I I at this point, and I've said it before in this show, Puerto Rico needs to be a state. They don't yeah. need to be the fifty first state because we can just combine the Dakotas and make them one state oh. called Dakota Fanning, and she should be governor Boom. for life. <laughs> in Puerto Rico, you get to be a state and the Jones Act. My God, let Puerto Rico save yeah. itself. Well. And in that, I would actually disagree with AOC, who wants uh, Puerto Rican independence. I actually think they would be better off as a state. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, give them more. Then they get the protections that other states get. Absolutely. And they get a vote. All right, everyone. Texas. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you all so much for listening. Hail yourselves. We'll talk to you soon. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and 
producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. When booking with other vacation rental apps sounds like this. This place doesn't look like the pictures. Ah, is there a door behind all those spiders? It's time to try one that sounds more like a vacation. Ah, this is perfect. Relax, you booked a Verbo. 